Hello and welcome to the Steam Boston podcast. My name is Wilma, the co-founder of Steam Boston. For this episode, we'll talk about personal finance for college students. We do have a special guest, Marcus Fergus, our chief strategy officer. Just a disclaimer, we are not financial advisors, so you can take our opinions with a grain of salt, but uh, this is going to be a really fun, digestible uh, podcast episode and you'll enjoy it. So thank you for uh, listening to the Steam Boston podcast and stay safe at home, wash your hands, stay at home and uh, thank you once again. Hello and welcome to the Steam Boston Podcast. My name is Will Ma, the co-founder and CEO of Steam Boston. And in this episode, we do have a special guest, Marcus Fergus, our Chief Strategy Officer. Introduce yourself. How you doing, everybody? It's Marcus Fergus. I hope y'all staying safe out there during these unquestionable times. Hope everybody's staying safe and healthy. And I'm with my main man, William Ma. Hey, how's it going? It's a great day today. And for this topic, we'll talk about personal finance for college students, but this could also apply to young professionals and high school students as well. The sooner, the The better. better. Hey, we rhyme or we match. (laughs) (laughs) So the first topic we'll talk about is keeping a budget. You know, like when you're having a budget, like you get income, there's expenses, you got to face the numbers head on. So it's most important to start a budget. Definitely. And when you create your budget, you want to over budget. You want to make sure that you have more money at the end of the month than less. A budget can help you keep your priorities straight. And if you're struggling to pay your tuition, if you're struggling struggling to pay rent, it's definitely good to keep a budget. And all budgets should have three basic elements. So the first element that you have is money. The money that you have coming in. It's either from a job, from your parents, or internship, whatever. Yeah, and for the second element, we have is expenses. The money that goes out for everything from food, rent, tuition, and books. And what's left? Funds that you can save and invest. Or you can spend it at the mall or whatever. Definitely. Budgeting is beneficial to allocate your money properly. So you could see the things that you spend your money on unnecessarily, and then you could change it up and save more money at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you want to have the extra money to invest it into a SP500 fund. We're not financial advisors. You just got to point that out. But sometimes you got to invest it into like a ETF or some stocks so you can make some money. It's all about the money. It's about the money. <laughs> all right. So second thing we'll talk about is saving on housing. So if you're living in the dorms or renting an apartment, your living arrangement could be one of the biggest expenses on your list. So if you're living on college, living on campus is expensive. But remember in college, Marcus, we were resident assistants, RAs. How was that? It was amazing. Me and Will had the fortunate ability to become RAs. He, Will was already his sophomore to senior year, which has saved him thousands. I was an RA my junior to sophomore senior year, which also saved me thousands. Being an RA has two benefits. One benefit, it saves you money. Usually it's free room and board and it's free, um, free meal plan. And the second benefit is great on your resume and you gain valuable skills as time management, communication skills, just how to be a leader in general. My advice is for the upcoming sophomores, 
to apply to be a um, RA. Definitely worth it. Most definitely. When I was an RA, I was able to gain leadership skills, time management skills, and I was able to network with a whole sloth of like professionals. And it was the best thing on my list. Um, for So I went to Wentworth. I was able to get free room board, um, but I didn't have a free meal plan like Marcus. But um, I was still able to um, live on campus for free. So if, like from my freshman year to sophomore year, I actually commuted, which I did save money on my part. But um, for college students, if you're living on campus, consider becoming an RA. But if you don't want to live on campus, there's other options as well, as well as living off campus. So if you live on, off campus, you're able to um, save money on rent. Um, sometimes that the commute might be longer. It might be like 15 to 20 minutes longer um, in terms of like distance on your campus, but it's something to consider. Yeah, definitely staying off campus is a common thing. I went to UMass alone. I think roughly around 30% of our student population had apartments around low, so they just uh, a bunch of students just bucked up in an apartment and split the rent. So don't think that is a you're an outlier. A lot of people do it. It's a common thing. All right. So the second, so the next thing we'll talk about is student discounts. So whether you're a student, like like when I was a student, I didn't really utilize student discounts as much. Like having a .edu email account address is very powerful because you can get discounts from movie theaters to restaurants and travel opportunities as well. Definitely. For one example, is if you like to travel, if you go to student studentuniverse.com or student universe something, I forgot what it's called necessarily, but you get discounts on your flights. Take advantage of your gifts, people. Use that .edu. Yeah, when I was in college, there was a there was actually like a like a book that had a bunch of discounts that had and uh, student discounts are powerful. So definitely check on your campus to see like what kind of companies they partner with with and don't be shy about asking for student discounts. I know like when you shop like an Apple product, there's the Apple Education Store. You got the MacBook that just got released on a discount. So yeah, definitely. I think personally that the student discount is best applied for electronics. Best Buy has a wide array of student discounts. As Will just mentioned, Apple has a wide array of discounts. Use your gifts, people. Like I said before, use your gifts. Use your gifts. All right, so the next thing we'll talk about is don't buy new textbooks. Did you know that, a fun fact, textbook prices have increased 1,041% from early 1977 to mid-2015. That is whopping huge. That's crazy. It's absolutely ridiculous. Mind you, every version, so let's say you buy Managing Information Systems version one, and then now there's Managing Information version two. The only difference is the examples in the textbook. Except using Staples as an example, now they're using Amazon. There's not much difference, but they charge you, as Will just mentioned, a lot of more money for the same material. Most definitely. Don't buy expensive textbooks. Um, when I was in college, I always rented textbooks from like Amazon Rentals. There's bunch of like websites as well like Chegg as well so Chegg and Amazon are like huge on renting books um, but like one thing I didn't like about college is that you know those um, textbooks that that professors write themselves and they like you have to buy them at the school bookstore like those textbooks are so expensive um, but like if you have the opportunity to just rent a textbook for like just a semester you're able to get a textbook for twenty dollars except like twenty dollars paying twenty dollars is better than paying like three hundred dollars for a new textbook <laughs> There's no point of buying new textbooks. Just buy, just get a rental. Definitely. And like Will mentioned earlier, the two biggest platforms for textbooks are Chegg and Amazon. But I personally use Chegg because Chegg gives you a 14-day ebook um, subscription. 
So let's say that you started class on Monday and you bought the book a Sunday. You're a late bloomer. Shaggy will give you a 14-day online subscription of the book. So while the book is arriving at your house, you have the material and the textbook online to use at your will. Most definitely. All right, so the next thing we'll transition into is that you can start building credit in college. Consider a student credit card. When I was in college, I actually signed up for the Discover It student cashback credit card. And that was it's actually one of the best cashback credit cards in the market. You're able to save, like get money back and there's no annual fees. Um, it has low interest rates and it's, it's amazing. You're able to get food and gas and a lot of benefits to a credit card. Definitely. We only suggest people get credit cards in college if you're financially responsible. If you're one of those people who just go buy random things like a brand new 50 inch TV when you really don't need it, I do not suggest you get a credit card. But if you're financially responsible and you're ready to take on your future now, ready to build that credit now, the sooner, the better, I advise you get a credit card. When I was in college, I personally got um, Capital One student card. And I think I brought my credit from around 650 just to 710 just while I'm in college. I started off very well, and I'm very proud of the decision I made. Most definitely. Definitely be financial responsible. We are not financial advisors. Just a big disclaimer to put it there. But like, it's, it's, always, it's always good to start building credit in college. The earlier, the better. Yes. And another tip is make sure do not pick the first credit card that comes. There's always a envelope that's going to come to your house. Oh, you're pre-approved for this. Don't pick the first credit card. Make sure you shop around. Every bank and every credit card vendor are fighting against each other to get your business. Learn about what every credit card has, all the benefits, and pick the best one that suits you. They're all different. They're all different. There's so many options. Pick the best one. Yep, pick the best one and do research online. There's so much online websites. I know the, there's one online website called Nerd Wallet. I really like Nerd Wallet because they, they, they do a lot of credit card comparisons. So definitely do your research. Do your key research. That's the most important part. All right, so the next thing we'll talk about is building savings prior to graduation. So before you turn the tassel, but before you turn the tassel, I gotta say, shout out to the class of 2020. Definitely build savings prior to graduation. So having like a solid amount of money squared up ensures that you are you have enough to live on. Like when you don't find a job after graduating, it makes sure, it makes sure that you're financial responsible and, and stuff like that. So um, definitely build that. Um, emergency fund prior to graduation. Definitely. Another tip, like I mentioned before, shop around. See which one's the best interest rate. See which one's the best going to give you more perks. See which one is more convenient for you. Don't pick the first bank that you see. Shop around and get the best savings account for you. I know right now, 2020, interest rates are really low for um, savings accounts, which is not a good thing, but um, it's still worth it to open one up because you can use that to save for a vacation or something else. It's always good to have an emergency fund locked in. A small interest rate, a low interest rate is better than no interest rate. Remember that. Most definitely. So next thing we'll talk about is part-time employment. Working working a part-time job in college, I, I, I worked I worked a part-time job in college and it's called work study. Um, I was able to um, use that work study money to basically buy lunch every day. And yeah, it's it's definitely a good thing to to build up savings during college, and a part time employment is able to help you on that. Yeah, having part time employment has several benefits. When I was a senior in college, I was an RA, as mentioned before. I also worked part time at the credit union in Lowell, and I also was a full time student. But this um, part time opportunity gave me a chance to buy things that I wanted. And I was able to buy the new video game, even though I didn't need it. I worked for it, so I bought it for myself. I was able to save money, so I put a lot of money in my savings account. I was, able to, I was able to financially prepare for when I graduated from college. But another benefit is that now you have something on your resume. It shows that your it shows your employer 
that you are great with time management and that you was able to manage a full workload of coursework while working. So it shows that you're determined and serious about your future. Most definitely. Part-time jobs in college not only shows that you can allow built savings, but you can also have more control over your finances. Yeah. So um, the last thing we'll talk about is when it comes to um, budgeting, building savings and establishing credit, start as early as possible. It's really important to start as early. Start as early as your freshman year. If you're in high school listening to this, start early. The earlier, the better. The earlier, the better. That's the, basically the wrap-up and conclusion of this podcast. And um, definitely start building a budget so you can make sure that you have, yeah, you can basically save money, right? Yeah, and, and by the time you graduate, you have that emergency fund saved up and you have enough money. But the last thing we'll talk about is definitely consider wants versus needs. So needs are items like food, clothing, shelter, and utilities. Sometimes like in college, you don't want to like spend that money on the most expensive MacBook because you might not need it. Um, definitely consider wants versus needs because you definitely want don't want your bank account to like go to like a really low level. So I definitely agree. So wants are nice to have, but not really necessary for survival. Lastly, like shout out to the class of 2020. Like like you made it. Like if you're listening, like congrats to you and and you graduated in a very tough time. And when employees look at the year 2020, like can we just basically scrap that off the books? Like 2020 has been like a really really crazy year and and yeah and we we at steam boss we want to help you with finances career advice but special news is that marcus and i are going to be starting a new podcast we don't have a name yet but (laughs) (laughs) but um it's going to be very comedic it's going to be very fun but like career advice life advice finance like we we love talking about it so um bring you the all the entertainment it's fun so definitely yeah like will just said congratulations to class of 2020 we know it's hard we know it might be painful but you will get through this you're resilient and you're strong this shows how strong y'all are and y'all will be amazing in life don't worry about it it's just a hurdle you have to pass but when you pass that hurdle you're going to be smiling at the end of the day and like will mentioned before we are creating that new podcast we don't know the podcast name yet so if y'all do have any name suggestions let us know we're taking any name suggestions any recommendations will be greatly appreciate it we're over here trying to make the best content for y'all we want to give you the best advice we can mind you we're not financial advisors but we've been through it we've been through it we live it we work with it so we just want to help and give our knowledge that we can and also if you have any instagram photos of you graduating or anything like that you want to shout out we give a shout out we want to recognize all the hard work you did this year we want everybody to know that you are strong and resilient and you are amazing yeah so make sure make sure that you dm at steam boston so it's at Steam Boston. Um, we're at Steam Boston on Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, DM us your your photos and we will feature them. And we're proud of you and, and congrats on graduating. Definitely. If you need any advice or any different type of banks, any different saving accounts, credit cards, or anything in that nature, hit us up. We'll definitely give you our best advice we definitely can. And we'll do our best to work with you. Yeah, most definitely. Our goal is to keep churning out um, new new advice and basically getting into the personal finance world on steam boston so um we're excited um 2020 and beyond steam boston is going to be the resource for you yes we are yes we are all right so thank you for listening to the steam boston podcast and peace out stay safe out there folks thanks for tuning in to the steam boston podcast be sure to follow steam boston on linkedin twitter instagram and facebook for all updates 
Check out steamboston.com to read more career advice and stories of students and professionals in the STEAM fields. Thanks again for tuning in and feel free to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much and see you later.